Hi, welcome to the Spark and Plug Talks. This is episode five. Thanks, J-Rod. Anytime. Yeah, musical guest today is the fantabulous, delicioso, Cannon Lee. Yeah! Woo! Right, thanks so much for having me. Cannon, thank you, man, for driving out here to the middle of sunny, beautiful nowhere. Appreciate it, man. Uh, you yeah. just got done playing three awesome songs for us. So I think what we'll do is kind of approach each each song and kind of dissect them and and talk about you know your influences and in writing them and and just kind of your uh you know musical whims whims if you will you know sure yeah. <laughs> does that make sense all right totally. cool man um so first one was um I'm a record and that one has been like that one's doing pretty good for itself man I, like I've seen. Heard it on uh, the Cast Local Talent Show. You know, a lot of people seem to really dig it. Um, did you, when you wrote that song, were you like, "This is, this is, this is it, man. This is a dope ass song." Um, I'll be honest. I was, I was kidding around. One morning, I woke up and I just literally started singing that. No, no, like pun intended, because the lyrics in the song actually wo- <laughs> woke up from a twenty-year dream. But I woke up and I just started singing it. Really, just kidding around, and I was kind of thinking about. You know, my son, he was like 12 at the time, thinking about when I was that age and how things have changed and really just kidding around, kind of like you sing in the shower, you know, and all the lyrics just started to come to me all at once. Oh, wow. And uh, I was just like, uh, this is funny, but I think people might actually dig this. So. Yeah. So, like just a spontaneous kind of flowing of the, of, of the music. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, and what what was really interesting was um, I went downstairs, picked up my guitar, and the first thing I played worked perfect with it. Wonderwall, and it just, <laughs> no, just like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it just so happened to be um, the the rest of a song that I was already working on. So I think maybe while I was sleeping, maybe the chords were kind of going in my head, and I just woke up with that same. Key mm, so you had a Keith Richard moment. So maybe, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> it, but um, yeah, I, I, long story short, the other half of the song was like the chorus part. I had already kind of been messing around with that. And so I just kind of put the two pieces together and then I had a song. Dope, man. Well, it's a pretty damn good song. <laughs> it worked out pretty well, I'd say. I'd yeah. say so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so is that how you write a lot of your song do you have kind of like a method for writing them or is it just like uh whatever's gonna work in at that moment do you like start by picking up a guitar and like okay now i'm gonna try and flush out this song or is it more like i just woke up i gotta go get down and and write this stuff down you know this just came to me I, i got the muse right now you know i i really love that question because um i talk about this a lot and i think um good creative endeavors um are are manifested through following that wherever it wants to go so i think life just kind of gives us opportunities and uh we have to kind of just capture that and um just roll with it and yeah. so I try not to write in like one specific genre even cuz sometimes it just like it just wants to go where it wants to go and if i try to take control then it's going to be 
a whole mess of trying to figure this out and that out and instead of just kind of letting it go where it wants to go and then it usually just it, it's not always maybe my favorite genre my favorite thing mm-hmm. but it's as good as it can be because i'm just kind of letting it go where it wants to go so sometimes i'll write um to answer your question more specifically like I'll, I'll a lot of times i'll just pick up the guitar and just like find a progression or an idea that that works well and try to sing over that but a lot of times it's just me thinking about something that maybe happened in my life or something i've seen somebody else going through and i'll just kind of roll with those lyrics and just kind of have like a, a melody that i'm working with and then i put the guitar to that sometimes it'll start out like as a poem uh, zombies on tv not to step uh too far ahead no, but, no, you're but, fine. But that song, I uh, I wrote as a poem, and I didn't ever expect it to be a song. I actually pulled out my notebook like three years later and was like, "Hey, that's pretty cool. I think those could be lyrics." You yeah. Know? So it just happens in different ways, and I try not to be get in the way of the muse, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So you you can say so you you might say you find inspiration in just about everything because I think you're even the three songs that you played for us are aren't um like typically and that's it's a, it's a hard thing to say typically because no songs really like typical you know but they're not uh like I'm a record zombies on TV um even beneath the willow is like not you know their lyrics aren't maybe conventional does that make sense like yeah. they they pair really well together and it sounds great and it's written really well but they aren't like about you know, like a lot of people's songs are about like, uh, you know, love or even, you know, even, even simpler subjects that aren't as complex, you know, getting drunk or something like that, you know, yeah. um, partying, whatever. Getting and drunk no- and in love. Hell yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I, yeah. I've, I've rocked to a lot of those songs, but yeah. so do you kind of, um, look pretty introspectively when you write or is it like more of a, do you just find inspiration from whatever's in front of you? Um, yeah, I mean both really. It's uh one of those things I um I just again, I just kind of allow it to go wherever it wants to go, but I do like to start with I, I will say that I like to have an idea in mind and I like to have a concept, something that can people can kind of gravitate oh, towards. Oh, okay. So you, you start that's your that, foundation. Some sort of foundation, you know, that there's an essence to it that this is kind of the idea behind it. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna just kind of follow it into whatever weirdness it wants to go. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really difficult to explain, but yeah, I mean, um, it's kind of like starting with a big block of marble and chiseling it down to a statue. Yeah. You you know, you may have some idea of where it is, is that kind of in the right vein? Yeah, sort of. Um, what I will say is there's a, there's a foundation to a good song. You can't just like do, you know, a million chord, just like you've got to follow certain guidelines to make something good. You can't yeah. just expect it to be good and it be something totally abstract. But you also have to flirt with the boundaries of what is, um, what is normally acceptable and what is maybe slightly, um, you know, uh, expansive and, and a uh, weird even. Um, and some of the greatest, uh, artists do that. You know, if you look at people 
Uh, me and my buddy Paul were talking about Nirvana on the way over here, and I think what makes them great is some of the things that they do that aren't quite perfect. Some of the, you know, things that are kind of shows their humanness. Yeah, and um, they're 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 flirting with the boundaries of what's even theoretically proper, and sometimes that works too. Um, but if you know when it sounds good, and you know when it doesn't. I think uh, my thing is like I want to, I want to do something that makes the most sense for for me i always want to impress myself um first and foremost but i also have the understanding that if i want other people to jive with what i'm doing i need to you know probably do more of like most of the time probably do a four four kind of beat you know and not that you can't do you know crazy um time signatures and different um weird modes of theoretical you know um but you know it's it's uh it's it's always kind of just ever growing and just i'm not i'm not i'm not stuck to one thing but i am also trying to make sure that i'm not you know there's there's certain things in a song that need to be there for it to be good Mm -hmm. you can't just expect a song to just be good and just be completely abstract with it so don't get me wrong i'm not saying just be i'm not saying that i am just like crazy with it I want to, there's a, there's kind of a typical guideline that I like to, uh, to stick to, um, that musically makes sense for everyone, but that's what usually happens the most naturally anyways. I'm not, that's not a hard thing to, to keep in mind, but you're not like actively trying to do that just kind of tends to be what happens because you're, you know, doing what makes the most sense, but also trying to do something that invokes, uh, curiosity and and and, yeah. and inspires me and 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 does something that is interesting and yeah oh yeah man and so there's a there's a balance between those two things is i guess a, a yeah uh, and that's I'm a hard thinking. balance sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes it gets pretty difficult well who are you so like right now at this moment who are you listening to what kind of artists what kind of bands are you listening to or maybe not artists maybe not bands maybe some sweet ass books or something what are you listening to that's like helping you find the balance helping you draw some inspiration that's a good question. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff. I actually, um, I listen to a lot of classical music. Um, and that, that's just, uh, that just helps me. It's almost like a meditative thing that I do. And, and it, it kind of lets, allows my mind to go a little bit more free, um, and not be too held down to an I- idea lyrically or melodically with the, with the vocals anyways. Mm-hmm. But, it feels like uh, classical music um, helps me to kind of get some meatloaf stuff going on. Um, but other than that, I mean, I no, no, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, meatloaf, I haven't really listened to a yeah. lot. To, oh, but, won't do that. Um, oh, no. But I, uh, a lot of the stuff that inspires that. me, um, I listen to a lot of the Black Keys and and White Stripes. I'm kind of a, Ooh. I'm kind of an indie blues rock kind of guy um i like a lot of that um i i love like things like uh the, the red hot chili peppers i've been kind of in a phase with them i listened to some of their live stuff recently and it's pretty amazing what they're doing still just without any backing yeah. tracks or anything oh man they're they're just yeah. phenomenal dude i mean what can you say but i've seen them a few times and uh yeah just fucking great every time there was one time i was I was uh, I saw him at Bonnaroo in 2017, and I was in the pit, and 
you know, I'm what, 30, 30, about 30 feet away from them on stage. Nice. And the whole time I'd been screaming at Chad, uh, Chad Smith. I'm like, throw me a drumstick. Please throw me a drumstick. <laughs> and uh, he looked at me at, towards the very end of the set. He looked at me and he pointed at me. He like pointed his drumstick and he was like, you know, next one. And I fangirled, you know, I was like, oh my God, Chad Smith's going to throw me a drumstick. And, uh, and he did. And he, they got done with the song. And he, every, every song, he'd just be like, just tossing sticks. And they got done with the song. And he reared back, goes to throw it right at me. And it's pretty dead on. I mean, it's maybe like one person over. And I see it coming. And I was with my grandma and my mom at this <laughs> music festival. And I see it coming. And my grandma doesn't even know the sticks being thrown at me or anything. And she is swinging her arms like this. And she, you know, like she's swinging. I'm on a podcast, so, you know, I can't. She's moving her elbows in like a circular motion, uh, kind of wiggling her torso back. Anyway, like she's dancing. She comes back and just cold cocks me with her elbow right in the nose. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no, look back and shit. And it's like blurry and everything <laughs> just in time for this, this huge fat guy to just get absolutely rocked by that drumstick because he's talking to his friend. And he's, <laughs> he goes whack right in the head. And I see the drumstick fall and the two or three other people dive on it and come up with it. Uh, yeah. And I said, God damn it, Grandma. Dang. That's why you don't have grandmas. Leave it to Barb. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing. But I was, I was actually going to... It's uh, the whole reason I want it real bad was because before I went, Aaron was like, "Dude, get me." You know, he's like, "Oh, you're gonna go see Chili Pepper? Give me Chad Smith's drumstick." And I was like, "I'm gonna get that for him. I'm gonna actually return and be like, dude, check it out. It's Chad Smith's fucking drumstick." Well, I I, wa- I walked away with that story, so I don't know if that's better or worse, but it's probably worse. But yeah, dome ro- rocked right in my nose, man. Well, was your nose nose bleeding? Or? Yeah, dude, it bled. <laughs> yeah. And, like I had, it didn't give me quite like, you know, uh black eyes or anything, but it was yeah, it was it hurt. <laughs> it Damn. hurt. But yeah, chili peppers are always fucking great, man. They always put on killer show, dude. And it's like Yeah. There's some uh there's like a drum documentary on on Amazon or something like that that has a bunch of uh, not no name drummers, obviously, not no name drummers at all, but they're way less household name drummers than Chad Smith. And it's like all, it's like seven or eight of these low, and, and then it's like Chad Smith. And it, they just talk about drumming and stuff. And then they do like, uh, at the very end of the movie, they do like, or the documentary, they do like a drum solo of all of them. They're just all in like a big room. There's, man, not all of them, maybe like three or four of them. They're in a big room and they've all got their kids set up and they're all trading off on drum solos to a backing track. Yeah. Chad Smith absolutely fucking destroys everyone else in that really? in that entire oh dude his solo is like it's killer man it's killer he's, he's phenomenal when I I heard uh, I think it was uh, Lollapalooza that I watched the the uh, the performance of and they started out just like jamming and it was like phenomenal and then they went into like. And they kind of just started with like half of the riff, so they were like teasing it for a while. Yeah, and yeah. Then the Anthony way comes skipping was, out and everything, and yeah, everybody's cool. shitting their pants and stuff. It's amazing. But yeah, they're they're very uh, inspiring to me. They um, I cover uh, under the bridge, and that one to play it on the guitar and to sing it at the same time took a while. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say man. that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> but it's it once I got it down, I f- 
felt really good about it. And it's just, it, yeah, the way that they um, they blend like rock and roll with like R and B with almost like a medieval feel, kind of almost like a Zeppelin type feel sometimes even too. Yeah, they've got yeah, a they've killing, got a vibe. They, yeah. They've got like to go back and listen to like Freaky Styley or something, and then listen to, you know. The Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie or something. I can't. Aaron, what's that album that that's all from? The Escape? Uh, <clears throat> or is that what it's called? I'm with you. I'm, is that the one with The Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, anyways, yeah, that's like to go, but you know, and there's whatever 20 years difference between those, more than that, you know, and it, oh, man, just to see their transformation is dope. It's, it's crazy. It's super inspiring. It's super cool, but yeah. see like the different guitarists they've had and stuff. I'm a, I'm a Dave Navarro with the Chili Peppers fan. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I think he's he the two albums he did were like pretty killer. Like they they've got some gems on them, man. One hot minute, people shit on one hot minute, but one hot minute is fucking awesome. One hot minute is awesome. It is it is rad. Uh, I uh, I work out to Shikamaka Niku. I think that's how you say it. Almost every that's I, like how I start out my workout, and then I know the playlist <laughs> is gonna like go well. Have you listen to uh, Stretch You Out on the bonus track? I'm Stretch sure Your Out is fucking awesome. That song's right as shit. I think you're the I'm first person I've ever heard say that title out loud, so I don't know if it's right or not. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Something like that. But, Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was on Wayne's World. and uh, You know the song I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. it's good. Sick, man. Okay, well, so what's so on to the second song. So, TV. Yeah, zombies on TV, which was I think Jared's favorite. Yeah, uh, out of I mean, yes, out of the out three, of, out yeah, of the three out of the they were all great, but that one really captured me, and I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Like, I I liked the the foreshadowing in it. So, how, how'd you come up with that? Besides, like, I know it was a poem. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a poem, and I was actually at work. You know, when you get in that, um, I get the brain states confused, but I was in like funk. A, theta no i was like a there's like alpha and there's like theta brain state you know yeah but that brain state where you're working on something and you your mind is able to kind of do something else because you're just doing a you know a task that's monotonous and and so i was at work just like stocking the shelves uh when i was working at at gnc as as a a manager supplement store you know and just like stocking the shelves there and like it's like Take your time. What time will take it from you? It's just I was like thinking about like the current state of like technology and everything. Yeah, I was gonna say how, it's got to be reflective on people being attached to like yeah. their TVs, yeah. phones today, right? Like that's it's yeah. got to be what's that? Yeah, pretty obviously. And I and I was more so like looking inwards at myself and just seeing how I can be distracted by it and how it's important to like take your time with things and how to actually just like you know how they say like live in the moment and stuff and if you like take time to smell the roses per se then you you can enjoy life better than when you're just always on your phone trying to find the next you know best thing you can find like always searching for another thing when you're a zombie you're you kind of turn into like a zombie you know and um yeah, that was that was kind of the proliferation of that song, and um, it was just like a poem I wrote it, yeah. and it was really more so that than even a song. And of course, being an, a musician and and everything, I thought maybe someday that could be something, but really, I didn't. 
I didn't think too much about it. It seemed like it was almost too abstract and too um like pointing the finger to like make it into a song, but I was like like I just kind of was like going through my notebook and was like, you know, I think that could make a good song and um so yeah, it uh, makes a killer song. It okay, cool. yeah, killer song. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I really dig the chord progressions and the the layout of it. Well, so. you've got those first two. Just for people listening, you've got those first two songs out on all the streaming platforms and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You can find those on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever. Very cool. Got a, there's a couple of versions of the I'm a record, and then um, there's the uh, kind of acoustic version of Zombies on TV. There's a guitar solo in there that is um, very specifically designed for that song. And um, there is some other stuff I have on SoundCloud, but that's kind of like sneak peek stuff. Oh, okay. Everybody's got to join his Patreon to get those. No, not no, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, here's a question for you. What uh, do these songs, do you envision them more as acoustic or full band songs like do they take their final form as full band songs yeah is that how you kind of imagine them yeah i think so um and the thing is is i mean i started out playing the drums but i've invested the majority of my time with songwriting and guitar playing um mostly mostly just songwriting you know i haven't really tried to be like the most virtuoso guitar player although i can you know get around on it and i feel like it's more about the feel and the emotion behind it and for for me i you know not necessary so um i can always have that guy like jared or Mm -hmm. or aaron to like come in and be that guy but um but yeah i think the songs definitely um most of my songs eventually need drums but what i'm getting at is zombies on tv is one that i had a really hard time kind of figuring out a drum part for um and you can go like on soundcloud and hear a version that i actually did put the drums to and some i've never had anybody like hey i just don't like that at all that's terrible like most people are like that's actually pretty cool but i think it could be better gotcha and so i'm you know just trying to find i have a a drummer that is now leaving for hawaii i've been through I estimated about 30 drummers in the past 10 years. <laughs> Golly, I don't even know if I've ever met 30 drummers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I am a drummer. I, yeah. I'm saying I don't even know if I've ever met 30 drummers. It's, yeah. That's pretty wild, man. Unfortunate, yeah. but yeah. pretty wild. Well, I'm, it's one thing that I'm I'm picky about, and also, you know, people kind of have their own lives and kind of go their own ways and stuff, but um yeah i just haven't kind of locked in the right person um but i'm looking for somebody who can kind of play like uh you know uh you know like patrick from the uh the black keys or something somebody who's gonna like stick to the foundation of the song but also find the places where the song needs that flair and just like bring everything to life you want somebody to play the music basically and not just robotically be there yeah for sure yeah, and uh, actually, Dylan, whenever you played with me, there, we got some really good, uh, some good takes from that. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, so looking forward to playing with you too. Hell this, yeah, man! This next show on yeah 22nd. April twenty second, the night market down in Norman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and this last one over this last weekend, I was telling you, went really good. There was like 
they estimated there was like a thousand people out there um but there's all these different vendors mm-hmm. and pretty cool they're doing that to bring the community together and um yeah i was well i mean you're real uh you're pretty high deeply involved down there in norman like you do a bunch you do art walk and you, you do a bunch of different cool little why well, shouldn't say little but a bunch of things that they do down there i try to pretty yeah. often yeah yeah gonna play rust cut uh rusty's custard is it didn't he have a birthday or something national like that? ice cream day thing. oh yeah okay national ice cream day I'm not sure he hadn't mentioned anything to me about it but last year was it went really well i actually promoted it quite a bit and Quite a few people showed up. It was because a fun, of that. It was fun little, fun little gig. That was cool. Yeah, ice free ice cream too. Can't beat that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not for my fat ass, anyways. But, <laughs> yeah, everybody likes ice cream. Yeah, most people. Norman is uh, Norman is growing into almost like a like a miniature Austin or something. You know, it's the the music. Yeah, they're scene definitely is, pretty cool, man. It's it's getting it's getting pretty cool out there. I like that. I think Norman is. Norman has a little music scene, you know, just everything that kind of Norman Music Festing companies, it kind of spilled from there. And then mm-hmm. out. But it's like definitely, I think, the least clicky of like the kind of different scenes that are around Oklahoma and yeah. the surrounding yeah. areas and stuff, you know, I, I think anyways. Yeah. But And not to say that in, none of them are like approachable or like you can't, but it feels like you go to Norman Music Fest, you see all the different genres, all the different bands interacting and like, you know, people are just there to listen to all kinds of Yeah, it's kind of like the music. melting pot, if you yeah. will, of everything, where it's like Stillwater, it's home of Red Dirt, and then Tulsa, Blues. Like, you know, every, every, Oklahoma's so diverse that, in their and music. That, yeah, and they've all got, all of those have all got their own, you know, there's like that metal scene in Oklahoma that yeah. there's a lot of bands that are like, there's just like strings of bands that are, form ties all around the state that you know and that's there and there yeah there's just a whole lot of 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 different kind of groups kind of clicks going on you know but i think going to norman music fest just walking around like people are literally euphoric you know yeah. <laughs> like people are like it's wow you know the whole it's like so easy to just talk to people and shoot yeah. the shit and find something you have in common and stuff there like people are literally there just to be happy yeah you know and it's, it's just rare to find a place like it, even it even is. at the different events that are held by those other, uh, you know, cities and, and genres that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard it's, to find that that thing that they've called like, cultivated niche, there. Basically, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's a really cool niche. It's, it's really cool. So that's uh, what's kept me in Norman. Honestly, yeah. it's like the Norman Music Festival and all that that surrounds it, and the Art Walk every every month is almost like a miniature Norman Music Festival yeah. leading mm-hmm. up into it, and and I've made a lot of great connections out at the Norman Music Festival, and and my buddy Paul, uh, I met him out there, and they actually asked me to be part of like a commercial, and then, like I was out there playing. Oh, very cool. So I was in that, and then ever since then, me and Paul became really good friends. And a male enhancement commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have trouble was, when you uh, snuggle? It was actually for <laughs> cannabis. It was for uh, oh, okay. mango cannabis, <laughs> I gotcha. but. I mean, it could be. And some people <laughs> might consider it that. <laughs> it might enhance something. Oh, yeah. But um, but no, it, uh, we're working on a project together. I'm working in uh, multiple different projects. But um, that that's one of those uh, places where you just, you'll run into people. You'll meet people that are like-minded and, and want to be a part of something you're 
doing or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole community surrounding it's my favorite part. And that's honestly that I, I've all I love music and I always have and I've always done it for myself and I've always done it because I want to impress myself. But um, as I go along with things, um, the most endearing and the most um, satisfaction that I get from 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 all this um, is is the connections and the people that I meet yeah. and the relationships that I make with people. I, I, yeah, I think that's like definitely something that you might find among, I guess, not complete assholes like that are famous. You know, like bands that are famous and stuff. Is that True. I think a lot of the, I think yeah. a lot of the time it's like you meet really amazing fans and really cool people. Yeah, you know, and then you playing. have those people that write songs about Taco Bell. <sighs> yeah, we won't say anything. Allegedly. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so, um, and then song number three. Yeah. Uh, Beneath the Willow. So, and that's my favorite. That's my favorite out of the three. That might be my favorite one. I don't know. I like the, uh, uh, the chocolate. Coffee and chocolate. Yeah, dude, I, li- I really like the coffee and chocolate one. But yeah. we won't talk about that. You know, I don't want to <laughs> spoil anything. That's the Easter egg for this episode. Yeah. But, uh, so Beneath the Willow. Well, technically, um, Beneath the Willow is the Easter egg for this video, because that's not released yet. Well, you know, double Easter egg. You yeah, know, there's, uh, some, there's some videos people can find and stuff. Oh, okay, there you there's go. No, yeah. uh, there's no recording. What, do you plan on uh, releasing that that'll song? Be, sometime yeah, in the f- that'll be the next one. And, okay, cool. Um, yeah, so it'll be, it'll be coming really soon. Well, very sick, man. Okay. Well, um, J-Rod, you got anything? Uh... I did. I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, Usually, you toss out the uh, inspirate, like where had you? Yeah, but trying to find stomp some new I, ground. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy that asks the same repetitive question over and over. Um, I guess really. So, do you have any goals or like future endeavors as far as your music career goes? Like, are, do you just want to stay in Norman and do just locally, or are you trying to get around and maybe tour eventually? Yeah. Um... That's one thing. I actually, I'd like to get out to Austin. I'd like to get out to some places and do a, a small tour and just, mm-hmm. um, you know, see what else is out there. Yeah, definitely right, a ton right. of spots. You know, just yeah, like you said, Austin, um, even Dallas, Dallas Fort, Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah DFW is great. But, but the thing is, is I, I have, I kind of want to have a good album worth of music. Before yeah. I really get going crazy like that, I just I need to kind of get all my ducks in a row per se. Um, but but yeah, I mean, music is it's everything I do. I mean, it's it's not really it's my main gig. It's not my side gig. You yeah, know? for sure. So man. yeah, it's a great and, and you know I I think as a musician, it's like some t- it's sometimes it's pretty hard to. Balance not out. stray from that yeah to balance it and mm-hmm. to not keep that in line but it's a healthy attitude to have to certainly you know expand your expand yourself expand your musicianship and everything like yeah. that it's like yeah. you got to keep you don't always know when those opportunities come along you know or what form those opportunities are going to be at least that's what you know even in the past year for me personally it's been like Okay, okay yeah I'll, I'll roll with that and it's turned into a really good thing in a few mm. different scenarios you know so but yeah i think that's and i think that's 
really where I'm at is it's a matter of uh, opportunities presenting themselves. I, I'm not, um, if something happened in a couple months and they're like, Hey, come, come out here and do this. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to turn it down as long as everything is makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, but I also don't want to, I'm not going to be the guy who's like sleeping in their car and just, uh, roughing it. Like my health is, um, a priority. And I think that in order to do anything great in life, I think that that needs to be, um, a priority at least at some point, you know, you guys are pretty young. I'm getting, getting to where my age is starting to, you know, I'm starting to un- understand how much good sleep does for me and everything. Yeah. I'm not old by any means, but it's, um, sometimes it's one you, of those things. you feel like it. Yeah. It's one of those things, you know, you get, you get a couple of bad nights of sleep and then you, your productivity is shit for, you know, a week or two. Right. And so, yeah, got to keep it in mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, Aaron, you got anything? Yeah. Mm-mm. No? Okay. Nope. Nothing from Ronnie? Any questions were asked. Um, yeah. The, oh, well, yeah, I feel like it was. If if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Anything plug- about the beneath the. Were you, did you ask? Did I say anything? I don't think we really. Did, yeah. We, don't dug, we, did, we no, never go really ahead, go ahead. that. So I don't know uh, if you wanted me to touch on that. Yeah, but, yeah, for yeah. sure, man. How'd you. So, yeah. How'd, how'd you. How'd you come about writing it? And what what kind of was your inspiration behind behind that? Because it's kind of a. It's no, I wouldn't say sad song, but it's a little melancholic. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's definitely um, melancholic. That was one where, um, it's the lyrics started out something completely different. Honestly, like it was like I had to f- kind of figure out the musical idea of it all, and then. As time went on, I was like, okay, those lyrics don't quite really resonate. Like, what's the idea behind this whole thing? And I think there was like maybe one or two lines that I kept in it and then evolved everything else around that. Oh, wow. Oh, so it was a real woodshed project. Yeah. And so it is, as simple as that song is, it really started out like something completely different. And then I had to like be like, um, okay, um, you know, what is the what's the most meaningful part of the song and then how can I expand upon that? And then, um, it just, it turned into this song that's just like so, um, relatable for, I feel like anybody because, you know, it's just like, I remember you from way back when, you know, and, and then, you know, I'd waste a, you know, lifetime for another moment like this. Um, I'm locked up in this long lost memory. Just kind of like we all like rip, reminisce and it's not in a negative way it's just like honestly i feel like it's very relatable we live yeah we live uh we live our lives and then we don't realize that we appreciate a time until like later on Mm -hmm. happens and then you can kind of look back and be like oh i'm glad i met that person at that time and and uh, i'm glad to have that and i hope that they feel the same way still even though we weren't able to continue to Mm -hmm. go on about things um you know no yeah for sure and And it's and it's very like i i commend you for for sticking with that and woodshedding because a lot of songs like that you know sometimes they get like left by the wayside you know mm -hmm. if it's like not if sometimes you don't sense that there's that thing there you know in the beginning it's like building this house and sometimes you just like fuck it i got the foundation you know we'll go to something i'll use that for something else but yeah it's it's cool that you stuck with it built it up and and into what's a really dope song i mean it's a cool song 
Yeah, that can be really hard to do, you're right. Yeah. Like, whenever you're yeah. like feel like lost in a song. But I knew that there was something very tangible in that song that it had a heartbeat and everything. And um the the, the guitar and the vocal the way that it blends together, that that also was woodshedded, you know. That wasn't it was just like a basic chord thing at first. And then I started to realize that there were these subtle things I could do where I pull off at the guitar and then I like come off of the microphone a little bit um, and kind of drag certain things out to give it that, the feel of what I'm saying in the lyrics. Like, I remember you from way back when, you know, and it kind of comes off the microphone. Mm -hmm. And then the, gu the guitar is also like pulling very off dynamic. right there. Yeah, and the, so the dynamic elements of it and everything else, um, that was also kind of, implemented later on to 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 make something that i felt like was more uh polished more something that people could appreciate as a piece of art yeah yeah i mean hell yeah dude. and it's like well now i'm like kind of sad that it's not out on streaming stuff like i want it to be out there for people to go and listen to but yeah but that's okay so that can be the the one that they're anticipating they can find yeah. they can find me under, yeah go and follow them now so that way you can be yeah. know when when beneath the willow comes out i've um, actually got a few fans that are just like absolutely gung-ho about that song to like the, there's this guy he's like that's like my favorite song and i'm like oh, really like oh, wow. <laughs> oh well that's a good problem to have you yeah, know for you that, that's that that's was dope. yeah that's a pretty cool thing to hear that so um you know cool man uh well dope yeah um so canon where can everybody find you uh where can who what can they search up where can they search it up to find all your information your what songs you got out all that cool stuff um you can search uh canon lee c-a-n-o-n-l-e-e um spotify apple music or really anywhere you listen to music there'll be i'm a record zombies on tvs out there um and you can find me on social media under that name as well facebook instagram um youtube i'm putting out uh short short videos so i'll do like covers and originals um got quite a few um sick shorts out there you got um, any of your you got any favorite covers absolutely um, like diehard ones i i mentioned under the bridge uh <laughs> that one that or did i mention that yeah you, yeah, yeah you, you did. did you talked you did about okay it. how hard I, it was to play and also yeah sing. i remember I, we talked about that before but i wasn't sure if we did during as well but yeah that song um and um you know i got the most uh streams not necessarily this is my favorite but but um i did the say it ain't so by weezer Oh really? Oh, nice. And it got like it blew up kind of for me anyway. Weezer fucking schmacks. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. It, I like looked at my phone. I was like, wait, is that am I seeing that right? A lot of people seem to like it. On the on the the one on Facebook kind of blew up. Hell but yeah. Nice. But yeah, other than that, uh I I love the cover of the Black Keys and um uh with the full band, uh, there's a whole lot of love that song goes pretty hard people get pretty wild when i play yeah that been one. there done that yeah yeah <laughs> remember that one uh yeah. okay cool man well um if nobody else has anything to add it's been awesome having you out dude really appreciate it and uh thanks for playing your ass off and giving us some great content and something for people to check out and uh canon lee go check him out go go look up all the stuff and uh i don't know send him a hundred bucks yeah you do know, that. whatever uh, hey okay. thanks for what you guys are doing and yeah, uh for, for helping artists and yeah of course glad to be hell here. yeah man all right this has been the spark and plug talks i appreciate everybody tuning in j-rod out